What's up? Welcome back to Linesman, everybody. Uh, here we are today with Andrew Ruiz and Nick uh, Ricciardi. Up. We got producer Jay and we got super fan Brett Ellis calling in. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking today a little bit about that CONCACAF Nations League final, USA-Mexico. What a scorcher. Uh, and later on in the show, we're going to be talking Euro 2020 preview or Euro 2021. I think they're still going with the 2020 thing. But either way, um, yeah, that's what we're going to be on today. So any any big news otherwise, boys? Everything uh, all good in the hood? Everything's all good, man. Got a little sunburn today, but yeah, it's hot for the sun. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's yep. brutal. This is the first time this studio's actually been hot. Like it, I, I usually, that's why I wear I wear pants. Like even when it's hot, because it's always cold down here. But I'm hot now. Yeah, it's hot. yeah, I'm a little toasty. Yeah, it's a warm one out there. Well, you know what was a you know it was a hot one. Brett Ellis, tell me tell me what game was hot this weekend. The uh, United States versus Mexico. Yeah, what Conca a frigging game. Championship. What a game. So the CONCACAF Nations League is a new concept. Uh, they're just trying to make friendly games a little more exciting, getting rid of the pointless friendlies, and they're making it into a kind of group stage with a knockout and then a, a championship uh, game. So there's some level of promotion relegation. So some of like the lower teams, thinking about those island nations, um, are breaking up into, going to qualify into the next league. Uh, but for the A League, the one that has the nice playoffs, it was a USA-Mexico final on Sunday, uh, 9 o'clock kickoff out in Denver. And let me tell you, that was a hell of a game. Um, The worst start possible, though, for Team USA, conceding a goal in like the second minute. That was tough to see. Yeah. That was that was ugly. It just from when that happened, I felt a little defeated right away. I was scared that this was going to turn into one of those USA Mexico finals where Mexico just runs it. But we were in for a whole lot more. I, 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 so I'm a little ignorant now. So maybe if you're ignorant like me out there, even if you like <laughs> you love like like I do, I love the game of soccer, but I'm a little uh little not caught up you could say, uh, are both like, do both sides have like kind of like full squads? Like are like our players away, like on like club duty or like, do they pretty much have like, like their, their, their guys? So it's a, I mean, the USA side, I would say was probably one of the stronger ones they could field. It was young. I think it was the youngest they've ever fielded in a final. Yep. Yeah. The average age was like 23 or 24. Yeah. So, and the the last youngest was like a 25 in like a couple months. So uh, they were really pushing it with the youth because that's the team now. That is the A team um, pretty much. And then for Mexico, yeah, maybe missing a couple top dogs, but this is a, this is a, a final. Both teams put out solid squads. Like if it's not your total A, it's like your one A squad yeah. out there for that final. Uh, but Brad, yeah. let me tell. What did you think about the game and the, and the particularly? We'll start with the first half. What were your thoughts there? Well, oh, the first, the only thing I have to say about that game is America loves to dominate things on June sixth, huh? Yeah, it was June sixth. Yeah, D Day. <laughs> Ooh. The uh, the there was a that's where the the Marines got the Devil Dog nicknames. The uh, the Battle of Bellalu Wood in World War One. We got World War Two D Day, and we got that USA W on June sixth. Yeah, it's a good day. it's a good day to be an American. Day. Proud. Well, every day is a good day to be an American. Don't yeah. forget that. But <laughs> good point. Um, yeah. Very so valid. just you know, leading up to the game, it was obviously USA and Mexico are huge rivals, and every single time they play each other, it's always just a bloodbath. But it just feels like the past I feel like Mexico just always comes out on top just by one goal or but it's always tight. But the fact that Mexico just scored so early and such a stupid, stupid, stupid mistake, uh, I did feel defeated. I mean, it was a good shot. The maybe Stepan could have saved it. Who knows? But just a minute and three seconds in scoring like that. Yeah. It was the worst start possible. I was scared. But the yeah, whole first. They, uh, yeah, go for it. They uh, they were the United States were just flat for the first twenty minutes, and it was so frustrating to watch. It looked like. I don't know, like my junior college intramural squad, something like that. Like we, and believe me, we weren't very good. Um, and it, ironically, it wasn't until I believe it was around the 19th or 20th minute, Mexico scored that second goal. Yeah, I think it was 26. Up, 
it got called back. And I feel like that's when the United States really said, hey, guys, we just caught a huge break. Let's focus. Let's start playing our game. And then I think maybe four or five minutes later, that's when uh, – Reina scored the first. Not goal. E- I think it was even quicker. I think that that f- yeah, it was, it was flagged offsides. Yeah, it was. That was the turning point of the game, if you ask me. Absolutely, because then it was. I was a little worried that. I mean, and they were talking pregame too, right? Um, our friend uh, Charlie Davies was talking about. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, what's up, Charlie? Uh, that if this was a team that could win, but was this a team that could fight back? And that they did big time. Exactly. That, yeah. The The second half of the first half, the last 20 minutes in that first 45 was just le- like electric up and down running full speed. And the USA were making decent chances. I would say Mexico was making better chances that whole first half though, but uh, it ended one, one. And then we go into the second half and I think it was Mexico nets the goal. Yeah, the twenty-year-old. He just came on the field, and then scored like thirty seconds later. He beat, I think, I think it was Tim Ream who. I think it was too. Uh, I don't know why he was starting center back with the speedy Mexican forwards because he's not exactly known for his speed. But he just got beat. Good shot, um, and that was in the seventy-eighth minute. And. I, again, it just seemed like one of those games where, like, this is just a United States game against Mexico where they're even, they, like, fight back, but then they just always come out on the losing end. Yeah, it was uh, late. But then, but then, again, just they didn't panic, which I thought they were going to do. They didn't panic. They just get their corner. And Weston McKinney, who was just huge, huge on set pieces, he was the one who headed the ball off the crossbar. Off that, the post, uh, yeah. Up. And then Reyna yeah. just tucked it in. Yeah, uh, every offensive set piece, he just seemed to be like a magnet. The ball just went right to him. He was able to get his head on it. Yeah, it was crazy. And then so, again, though, it was it was back and forth. 79th minute goal, 82nd minute equalizer. And this is also with the starting goalie having been subbed off with like a weird non-contact injury. I don't yeah, know what happened. That was, it looked like he tweaked his knee or something. He was just running to pick up a ball and then went to go throw it and just went down. Yeah, he he, he went to, he went down in a heap. He couldn't he could barely walk off. Yeah, that was tough to see. Yeah, young kid, Man City player, uh, <laughs> Zach Steffen. But the local hometown hero, Ethan Horvath, came up and what, he, yeah. what a freaking game he played! That was a that was like one of the best PK saves I've seen. Yeah, absolutely electric. Yeah, we're getting there. Well, even before <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, he was just making good saves. Once he came yeah. on, he just made saves. To I give credit to like Ochoa. Eighth minute, um, Mexican forward just shot it far post. He tipped it over the bar, but that could have been a goal. Yeah, he yeah. was just he. He played on his head, and it was really it was really good to see because if he lets in a goal or two, I mean, there's no blaming him just because he's the backup goalie. He doesn't yeah, want to be in that in position. Late. You're not expecting, but he just he played like a veteran. Yeah, it was he unbelievable did. to it see. Was sick. Yeah, he plays. I think he plays in Belgium. So. And I, I looked it up when he got subbed in. Uh, I think he plays on Bruges, who's won like a bunch of league titles lately. So he's he has a history of winning. He knows what it takes. Uh, he plays on championship teams. So it for being the backup, him coming in after kind of checking his stats and stuff, I was pretty confident with him. But then he just, like you said, stood on his head, played, played like a maniac. And then so we're going into extra time with two... VAR penalties given. Christian Pulisic buries his in the 114th minute, um, right before the half breaks, right? And then... It was uh, right afterwards. It was right after. It was right after the Right after the second half starts. They had a few good chances. Weston McKinney put one on that that... uh, It might have been Reyna just missed. I mean, USA had their chances in the second half. So did Mexico. I mean, it was... I mean, they were chanting Ochoa's names. Match. They were chanting Guillermo Ochoa, the, the Mexico goalie's name, because of the saves he was making. So it yeah. wasn't like the U.S. were just like a non-factor. They were they were putting it, they were bringing it yeah, to Mexico. But, but Pulisic, just something, I mean, Pulisic played really well the first 20 minutes and sort of, you know, they were able to sort of keep pace with him and with his skill. Um, I feel like most of the second half, he, he didn't play that great of a second half, but oh, once overtime off. started, the extra time started, he just kind of went up, took his game, stepped his game up a little bit. You know, and fortunately enough, I mean, unfortunately, Mexico, if you're going to, 
that's going to get called every single time because when you bring somebody down in the box, oh, that's, that's against, against the, the rules. Rule. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to get called yeah. every single time. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it yeah. certainly hey. was. Uh, a, it, it wasn't a guaranteed penalty by any stretch of the imagination. Not because it wasn't a penalty, just because with VAR you just never know what the ref's going to call. Yeah, it was um, it when he, when he blew it. He was very emphatic <laughs> coming out of the VAR he looked, box. He looked he, like a, he like took a crow hop and was like penalty. Yeah, he signed about, him up for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Oh my god! How about that Mexican coach? He just went over to the ref, like put his arm around and asked him if he wanted to like come over for a barbecue or something. Yeah, he, the red card. Yeah, he got. I think he might have said something about his ex-wife or I don't know what. But yeah, yeah the, but, that wasn't that. You can't lose your cool in a final. I don't care. The game's not over yet. Because then his just, team takes a penalty a few minutes later, and he's in the stands. It just added to the chaos, though. I, w- yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know who was red carded. I thought it was a red card because he got taken down. But then uh, there were still 11 men on the field. Then they said afterwards that the coach got sent off. Yeah. Um, but Mexico, was a, it was a back-and-forth game. Both teams were just fighting. I think there was like maybe seven or eight yellow cards. Somehow there was no red card for yeah. the player. It, it was getting out of hand though towards the end. I mean, even after that, uh, so after Pulisic scores, he buries it top right. They start throwing shit from the stands. Oh. It looked like, I don't know who they, they caught a sub. It might've been Gio Reyna. No, it was Reyna. Yeah. Got, it was Reyna. Yeah, he got hit in the head with the bottle. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, there's another uh, foul on the other side of the field where there's Mexican and U.S. players kind of gathered around, and the bottles start flying again. And yeah, another guy think, gets hit square in the head. And yeah. I mean, plastic bottle to the head does not feel great. No. no. That's I the kind of FIFA, shit that sucks. Yeah. It's FIFA's hooliganism. implementing that rule, uh, whether it's, I think it's homophobic, uh, racial, or throwing anything on the field. They, It's like a three-strike rule. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that yet. Is, was that so against fans or like home sides? It's against fans. Um, so the first rule is they pretty much just stop the game. And that's what happened in this game. They stop the game until the fans settle down. They don't settle down after 10 minutes and both teams go in the locker room for 20 minutes. And even after that, if the fans don't settle down, that game gets canceled. They play the next day behind closed doors, which I didn't realize that was a rule, but the way the Mexican fans were, well, I mean, they were getting close. They were walking that line. Yeah, I don't know what they were saying because it was blurred out on TV, but it could not have been good. No, I mean, you can't. You, they were just throwing stuff to throw stuff. I mean, it, yeah. they're probably wasted. It's late. Yeah. It's getting late. It's up to over time. Yeah. yeah. In the mile Two. high city where. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you up there. If you ever been to Denver, if you ever been to Denver, altitude sickness, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Having three Things, beers on yeah. high altitude gets you fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, the fans just a poor showing. But then. We were talking hometown hero Horvath comes up with a magnificent penalty save. I mean, I texted you saying I, I called uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, Andrew, Andy, you texted me about three minutes before the penalty kick happened because that seemed like It seemed forever minutes. to look at that VAR. It was a handball the whole time. but was it? Yeah. I mean, again, it's just are they going to call it? Was it on purpose? Was it? Did he, I think the words that they used, did he make his body bigger? Yeah, was it incidental? Um, did it, yeah, it was It was enough, and it's in the box. Wasn't in a natural but position. You, yeah. 100, you 100% called that. You said, yeah, don't worry about it. this, he's got it. Feel it in my plums. And guess what? He goes down to his right. It, it was an okay PK. Not nearly as good as Pulisic's, but he makes that save. Place goes yeah. nuts. I was screaming. It's like midnight. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's midnight on the East Coast. I'm screaming. Yeah. My roommate waking up really the neighbors because I am by no means a, a night owl. Yeah, I, uh, and just, <laughs> just for me to be screaming at twelve thirty at night on a Sunday, they were just like, "Are you are you okay?" Something's happening. Yeah, I have more faith in Horvath than I do in David De Gea to make a penalty. Save. Oh yeah, yeah, De Gea can't save penalties save to for anything, but Ethan Horvath one for one at least with that USA shirt. That's all no, that I, I think they said he's like. When in the United States uniform, he's like like three for four, maybe even three for three. Like That's something insane. really high. That's crazy. Yeah, guy, the man can play. The man can play. He is great. I was never a goalie, but I, from what I understand, goalies are top. Like no pressure. Like you either save it or you don't. No big deal. Yeah, it's not the word. Like it's more on the kicker to yeah. bury it. Yeah, yeah. Abs- instant a, classic. 
What a fin- that was maybe that in the USA game versus Algeria in the 2010 World Cup. I oh, can't remember. That was a, yeah, a, a better American soccer game. Yeah, in both maybe my lifetime. Electric, electric. I think I maybe if, maybe the game against Portugal. Oh, in the, 2014. That. Yeah, that was they didn't win that game though, and it wasn't for a championship. It was, that a was tough, yeah. But that was still that's still up there as that like was a great, great game, USA Jermaine game. Jones. Yeah, that yeah, crazy that goal. Snipe. Yeah, that was sick. But yeah, but it's I think it may it may have been the best American game of my lifetime, which is kind of crazy to say because of how many games they played in. But uh, just rooting for America in a meaningful game. I mean, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, Revs fan, Patriots fan, but there is nothing better than rooting for the United States of America in a competitive soccer game. Yeah, it's electric. It is because you know there's so many. It's not just a local team; it's the whole country wants this, wants them to win. Mm-hmm. That's when all those those bandwagon soccer fans, as soon as they see the USA win one big one, everyone's on the everyone's yeah. hopping on board. <laughs> yep, bust out your yeah, American it, flag bandanas. It's uh, it's good for confidence going forward because obviously they didn't qualify for the Olympics. But yeah, it's been a it's it, been a rough road. It, it has been not making the World Cup a few years ago was put a damper. I mean, most of those guys aren't even on the team anymore. I mean, yeah. Clint Dempsey was on the booth. Uguchi on I think he was past his prime then, but he was in the booth. Um, yeah, but yeah, French Pulisic, early babies. yeah, hopefully this generation of Pulisic, Reyna, and uh, McKinney Sergio can, uh, the yes. big three. Yeah. Serginho Des. There's a lot. There's a lot of talent coming up, too. Yeah, a lot absolutely. of young guys. It's, it's, it's definitely exciting because, I mean, these guys aren't playing for the LA Galaxy or – no, you know, they're... Stoke City, like they're playing for Juventus, one of the best Barcelona, teams Barcelona, and yeah. Manchester City. It's really exciting to see, you know, what this decade has to offer for the Americans. Yeah, um, and this is a big win against Mexico too. Not only it's a great Cup final, but to beat your number one rival in a in a chippy, hard fought game, I I loved seeing that. I was so excited to to get that. To get this yeah, I mean, of what's kind of a I don't know. Right now seems like a worthless trophy, but I mean a trophy's a trophy. It's not it's not established. Game, it's not this game meant so much for the next few years yeah. with confidence. Because yeah, if it was just a confidence a, is huge. Because if it was a Mexico win, everybody just would have felt like, yep, well, there goes the USA. Same again. old story. Yep. Same old song and dance. Um, but we know that this is what they're capable of. And maybe hopefully they're capable of more. But this just showed because like I said, the biggest question was will they be able to fight back? If yeah. they get down and they showed that they 100% could for sure. Hell yeah. Which is, which is tough for a young team to do. It is. Yeah. But, but USA, USA, USA. Absolutely. Yeah. That was sick. Love a good win on D day. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> what the, what the hell else are you do on D day except win? do something big. Just, yeah. Go big or go home. It's friggin' June six. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? But anyways, talking about uh, these international games, uh, we're going to segue over to the Euro 2020 preview. Brett, uh, just again, thanks for your uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for the uh, insights. Uh, any other last thoughts, last words? Anybody you want to give a, a shout-out to on that Team USA? Anybody want to rip another uh, one? Uh, I just want to say I never want to see Mark McKenzie wearing a United States uniform ever again. I don't think I've <laughs> called anybody an idiot more times uh, in the first 20 minutes of the game. He was the one who gave up that bad pass and that that uh, goal kick that I don't even know what happened. That was the, one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. <laughs> um, John Brooks, uh, he really led the defense. Uh, he's probably one of America's leaders back there. He played one hell of a game. I just want to give him a shout-out. And... Uh, I guess that would be it. Just John Brooks played one hell of a game, and Mark McKenzie never wear a United States uniform ever again. <laughs> yeah, he gave up the handball, too, for the PK. He so. gave up the handball. He was the one who let the uh, Mexican player get offside or why he was wide open. Yeah. Stefan made a huge save on a breakaway because he just let a defender go by him. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't play well. He didn't play well. I will say, though, on the other, the other M... Uh, McKinney, who I thought you were talking about when you were texting me, I was like, Weston McKinney's playing really no, good. No, Mark McKenzie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then when you and then when we figured that out, I was like, oh yeah, no, McKenzie sucks. He played like garbage. Yeah. Well, he made the play. He did make some plays in the second half. But yeah, but first overall, twenty minutes, kind of. I I don't yeah. love him. 
I don't love yep. him. <laughs> don't care for the guy. But all right, Brett, until the next time. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Thank you for having Team me. Team USA super fan. Yeah. Go, absolutely. go, USA. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, have a good one. So long, Brett. Thanks, Brett. See ya. Man, All right. What a weekend. Yeah, that was electric. That was the best part of my Sunday. And I mean, I had a, I went to a wedding on Saturday, had a great time. And then I was just, that was, that capped were it you off. Wearing cowboy boots? I, I you did were wearing wear, cowboy I boots. I wore cowboy boots to a wedding this weekend. And That's I don't, electric. and I don't think I ever don't want to wear cowboy boots to a wedding ever again, even if it's my own. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll lobby for the cowboy boots. I'll, I'll, I'll politely accept that I probably can't, yeah. but I'm definitely going to try. And I'm I definitely going to wear them every wedding from now until I can't dance anymore. And then even still, I'll wear them. But anyways, going from my cowboy boots to Euro 2020, it's going to be electric. So it kicks off Friday. Friday, um, it's going to be kind of all over the place uh, in terms of host cities. Typically, they would host it yeah. in one nation, uh, play a couple cities around the country, uh, but they're actually all over the place. They're playing in Rome. They're playing in uh, Baku, Baku, Azerbaijan, St. Petersburg. Copenhagen. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Romania. Glasgow. London. We got... Sevilla. Yeah, and uh, and in Munich, yeah. So I Honestly, I just want to say I can't imagine someone want to go to Glasgow for a game. I mean, unless they're playing at like Rangers or Celtic. I the, mean, the Scots are. I think they have a home. They have a home group. game. So and that'll Glasgow. be nice. Yeah. Oh geez. I think every everybody of these host nations has a pretty much a, a a general uh home game. I don't think that the Azerbaijanis didn't make it, and Romania's not in it. But local team like Hungary will feel at home in Romania, um, maybe Slovakia, Czech Republic. They'll they'll feel more at home in the in that part of the world than they would in Spain. So. And we'll see. Uh, there was obviously with the whole COVID thing going on, there was some cities that they wanted to lock in that they just couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they ended up with. So it's going to be kicking off Friday in Rome. Um, that's one of the games definitely to check out. It's going to be Turkey versus Italy. Um, group A. And just this segues in. You guys were talking about it last week about Turkey. Yeah. Uh, Turkey's a big dark horse favorite. They are dark horse. This is going to be a test to see, is this dark horse really a dark horse or is it just a lame horse? Because, uh, I mean, the Turks can do it. They've got Chahanoglu, the, the free kick expert. Uh, Yilmaz is playing pretty good. They, I mean, they they can do it. It's They're definitely more of a team-based team rather than relying on some superstars. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's a t- group A. Like It's like, oh, group A, it's Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. You're like, okay. Italy is definitely making yeah, it out of Yeah, Italy group. to top. And then after that, it's just like it's every team is just yeah. up, up for grabs. I think Wales. I like them a lot, too. I think Wales can make, make a good run. Maybe. I mean, they made the semifinal in their first yeah. ever Euro. Yeah, they got. And they, they barely lost players. to Portugal in that. But, yeah, I, I, I have some faith in the Welsh side. I also, I mean, the Swiss can do it, too. But I, I do think it's kind of, it's Italy's to lose. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, they're yeah. the obvious and clear favorite. Um, but the Turkey, the Turks, I mean, they did well They're and they're here to play. They're not here to just roll over. They yeah. feel confident. They think they can win. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely be picking Italy to top that group. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So, but that first game is going to be good Friday. I think it's uh 3 PM kickoff Eastern standard time, your Eastern daylight time. Um, so Friday, July 11th, that's going to be, that's going to be one to watch on this weekend. Um, rolling into group B, we got the Danes, Denmark, Finland, Belgium, and Russia. So again, there's a clear and obvious favorite there. Belgium by far. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, (laughs) Finland, definitely not going to make it. Russia and it's just between Russia and Denmark. Russia always shits the bed at tournaments. They make tournaments, yeah. But then well, they just the World Cup in Russia. I mean, that must have been fixed because they made a pretty decent run, the, considering considering they're Russia. Yeah, yeah. But I still, I don't, I don't have much faith in Russia to win games not in a in a Russian World Cup. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I'll take that. I mean, Denmark has, um, 
Freaking what's his name? Denmark's got a few good players there. Oh, Casper uh, uh, Schmeichel. Yeah, Schmeichel, the Unreal keeper. Goalie. Um, they've definitely got. They've got, they got s- a, some solid midfield back four players. It's just their attacking that's lacking. Yeah, but I mean, the, but the attackers of Belgium. I mean, even without De Bruyne, uh, he might get in at the very end. But Romelu Lukaku is just playing like a maniac. Um, you got Hazard, Lukaku. Um, but- but I mean, these guys are going to be yeah. playing for draws. Denmark, Finland, when they play Belgium, even Russia, they're they're going to be playing super conservative because that's the kind of team they are, kind of anyways. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily the most high flying, goal scoring, prolific teams. Yeah. Um, Christian Eriksen of Inter Milan, though he can he can make things happen for the uh, for the Danes, and then obviously, like Just we solid. said. When you have Kasper Schmeichel in the net, like you, you, ha- you give you yourself a, a chance. Yeah, you have a chance. Um, but the Russians, I, I think they're just, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have much faith in them. They still have that goalie Akinviv, uh, who's been there forever. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm. If they go far, I'll be surprised. Um, I mean, there's eighty to one. Odds to win, so yep. they had they finished in the semifinal in a way. I don't really remember that, but um, so they've they've made runs before, but I don't have much faith. Yeah, I don't see anyone going that far. And then I think Finland is just kind of like Finland. way out. Finland's Finland. Yeah, they're just gonna finish last. Yeah, finish Finnish soccer isn't really on the map. Um, let's replace Finland. Let's just get Iceland back in there. They they made I don't some know. Noise. Yeah, what the hell though? Why didn't they make like they blew it? They just had a. Bad run of games. Iceland. I love that their their name is just Island in English. <laughs> I-S-L-A-N-D. Love it. Yeah, because they're just a big island, really, of ice. But they're not. That's crazy. Tricky. I, I'm kinda I'm kinda sad Ireland's not in there. You get some, yeah. You hate yeah. to see it, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's uh some omissions here for sure. Yeah. But then rolling on over into group C, you got the Dutch, Netherlands, you got Ukraine. Austria, Austria and uh, I believe North, Northern North. Macedonia making their first ever yeah. tournament. They're going to be making some noise, getting there a little. I'd love to see them beat somebody. Get I would three love to points. see them beat the, ne- the Netherlands. That would be, be so, so wild. That would be. I would love that. I kind of. I'm liking the Dutch in this tournament. I'll be honest. But really, I I think they. I mean, they have a lot to prove. They have a young side. They do. They have their their managerial woes have been. Legitimate though, like they they haven't had a solid coach yeah, yeah. to win games consistently for them in a while. Uh, since that, it seemed like that 2010 World Cup was like that was the one they should have won. Yeah. Without that, I think they'll always be the bridesmaid. But I, the bride. I like I like them to definitely top this group. I like them and the Ukrainians. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. My boy Zinchenko. I have that too. I have both of those. Yeah, I think. I think that Austrian team might be one of those third place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the way this group is set up. Have you have how you have it on our on our dock? I have Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and Northern Macedon in that order. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna. Be, it's gonna. I'm gonna watch for sure most of the Austrian games because yeah. if they if they win their first games, then they they give themselves a chance. And then, I mean, North Northern Macedon. I just want them to win one. One's good, yeah. One's something to write, good. something to write home about. Somebody, somebody with a good play. Somebody sent blow a kiss to their wife and the whole country. <laughs> so, I'm um, I'm excited to see kind of how that pans out. And then Group D, you what got a powerhouse. Of yeah, group. I think th- they're in clear favorite England yep. to win the whole thing. Um, people like France a lot, but. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be they're stacked. playing in the group of death, but yeah, England is England England's is really good. And they've had Gareth Southgate, the manager there, for a few years now. So I question his decision making. You don't like sometime. him? I don't it's not that I, I love his suits. Yeah. <laughs> suits can only get you so far yeah, in that's, a game. I'll give you um, that. Just some of his decision making with like the way he picks a squad and you know. Yeah, sometimes there's his some, player selection is weird. There's players that deserve to be on there and players that shouldn't be on there. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound biased, but Aaron Wan Bissaka, the fact that he's not on that England side is it's not criminal, but he, you know what, he's been like on the fence between um, the Congo and England, 
And now that I think he didn't get picked for this team, I think he's, he's not going to be an English He's going to opt. Yeah. To go back. But like if you're dropping, if you're if you're having four right backs, if you're if you're if you're bringing four <laughs> right backs to the Euros, I think Aaron Wan-Bissaka should be one of them. Yeah, and well, I mean that back line is their big question mark. Yeah, you got right. Harry Maguire. Yeah, got, that's that's the guy. I mean, if he's good, he's good. Then he's good. But if he's bad, he's bad. Yeah, if he if he stinks it up and if he's on one leg, if he's hurt, I don't think he's. I think he's finally fine now. Um, he'll probably won't play the first game, um, but you know we'll see. They'll need him to make if they want to legitimately Win. have a chance to go he all the needs way to play. Yeah, but I mean they also have a, a, a prolific attack. They if do. they can, if they can win games three two at least through these group stages. Yeah, three two, two one. If they they just need to be scoring goals. If they start slow, I'm a little worried about that back line. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna keep things tight back there. No. I think it's gonna start. They have some solid players in their back line too. Just absolutely solid. Like they have Alexander Arnold, Luke Shaw on the left wing, potentially. They have John Stones, Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker, Reese James, Ben White. I mean, Harry Maguire, Kieran Trippier. Their back line is solid, but like it's a center back. They they yeah. they I, I don't know. They, they if they how favor, drop, how about drop a right back, pick up a center back? I don't care yeah. who the fuck it is. Yeah, somebody just somebody to to make sure they can just play yeah. there. And yeah. they, but they're gonna use somebody probably out of position. He's gonna make something work. Yeah, I mean, their their mid their midfield is pretty. It's kind it's of not, bare. It's like yeah, they, it's not, well, it's they have like they have attacking players that can that, play midfield. that list. Yeah, like, like Grealish attacking. He's more of a central midfield guy, central central attacking midfield guy. He can, he can, if he gets going, he can dominate. People. Yeah. If he's he having a good, yeah. People. If he's on, he's on. But same with like Rashford and Sterling. They're more like those wingers yeah. where if they play a 4 4 2, they're not going to be the two strikers. They're going to no, be outside. Yeah. Um, they could still make, they could still make, create oh, havoc yeah. for the back lines. And, 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 and that's what it's going to be. They're just going to, they're going to have to use that speed. They're going to have to use some of that creativity. And because, like I said, they're not going to be. I don't think they're going to have many clean sheets. They need to score three goals in a game to give themselves a good, solid chance yeah. to win. Because I think it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be tough. They are six think, to one odds to win the whole think, thing. Who do you think the goalkeeper is? Goalkeeper number one for England. I would I mean, honestly, I would honestly take anyone but Pit, Pit, but Pickford. It's, then I'd probably go Henderson. I was either. I was. I'm kind of like on the. Sam Johnstone train the way he ended the season, like he's a solid goalkeeper. I'd probably have Dean Henderson come in for some games if they're playing like back to back or within a couple days. Well, that's another big problem area they've had over the past is like, do they actually have a decent goal? Yeah. Or they, they have a, who they consider a great goalie. Uh, what's his name? Green, Joe green. Yep. Something like that. That he gave up that he had an atrocious 2010 world cup. Joe Hart. No, Hart wasn't there yet. I believe the guy like, last name was Green. Uh, but they've just had problems. Yeah. I mean, like Joe Hart's not there because Joe Hart's kind of fallen off the map. England, England's kind of like the PSG of of, of country tournaments. Yeah, they just love absolute heartbreakers. Yeah, they love to absolute to make it dramatic and leave you just sad Empty. at the end. Empty. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. hope they pull this one through, though. I, I don't. I have them making the final. Um, I haven't really finalized <laughs> my bracket yet. Plus. Bless you. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I think they'll. I think they'll make a deep run. Yeah, I think they might make it to the final. I don't know. I also think. Well, I have them facing off against Portugal, and I got a. I'm wearing my Portugal shirt. This fit a lot better in 2010. I'll say that much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's that's gonna be probably if that matchup happens, that's gonna be like my favorite that's knockout be best game, game to watch. Yeah. But. Uh, still riding this this group D train. Croatia, who are the World Cup semi or er, uh, runners. runners up. Yep. But I don't know if they still have that magic. I, I think they're just midfield is just is can control a game, but I don't know if, about anything else about them. Yeah, they fight though. They they I mean England, uh, Croatia. That's was the World Cup semifinal. No. Yep. Yeah. That so that's yeah, and, and Croatia won in overtime. And that's gonna be that's gonna be a heck of a game to watch too. Yeah, that will be um, England be nice. versus Croatia. They're actually playing nine a.m. on Sunday, so that's gonna be the one. Is Harry Kane gonna be Harry Kane? Is he gonna come out 
absolutely rolling or is he going to take a little while to warm up? Um, he missed a couple sitters in that World Cup semifinal. He did. So if he can't do that, he needs to stop that at the world stage. When he's at when he when he's in a world tournament, he's got to finish. Yeah. Think about all the strikers that have come from England who've just put in goal after goal after goal. Oh yeah. That they don't right they there. don't miss. Yeah, they don't miss. He he shouldn't be missing. Yeah. For a player of his caliber, he shouldn't be missing. Yeah, I watched that replay. He was just way too nonchalant. I think yeah. he's so he's a few years wiser. I think he's also a few years more like clinical. Like he doesn't yeah, I don't think, think he, he dilly dallies. Yeah. He's way sharper. He doesn't fuck around anymore. Um, but yeah, that Croatian side, I mean, it still has a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, Dijan Lovren is like yep. a, a beast in the back. <laughs> he will like run you over and then like do it again and again and again and again and then uh, do it one more time and then it's 90 minutes and yep. you've lost. And then they have Kovacic, Modric, um, Perisic. Uh, they've got, and then up front, they don't have uh they didn't bring Mario Mandzukic this time around. Ooh, okay. I think he's just I think he's just he's too old. old. As, he's old as Yeah, well. he's 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 gone past his prime. But I mean, like you said, that midfield Perisic, um, Kovacic, Modric. Yeah. And they've got other people too to, to fall back on, but they're gonna they're gonna control games. They're gonna this is a team I think that wins those one zero, two one games. Yeah. They'll they can keep it close and they can keep it Interesting, just because, I mean, when you have Luka Modric on your team, you have a chance. Oh, yeah, 100%. No matter what. Oh, yeah. He's got magic in those feet. Yes, he does. Um, and then you get the Czechs, who I don't yeah, I, I don't favor Czech, much. Czech. I have them coming in last. I have Scotland coming in third. Yeah, the Scots, I mean, 150 to 1 odds for the Czechs. Um, yeah, the Scots The Scots are even more of a, of a dark horse at 250 to 1, but... I th- yeah, they're they gonna have a home. They're gonna two. have a home game. They're gonna they, and like they're you said, be rumbling. They got a chip on their shoulder. They because this has been a long time since they've been in it. Yeah, yeah, the last time I think they made it was '96. Yeah, for the Euro. And I don't know about World Cups. It might be even have. longer. Yeah. So this is their first time back at the world stage. All the eyes on them. Kieran Turney. Defender at Arsenal, he's probably one of the bigger, bigger names on this side. Scott McTominay. More, yeah, more uh, household names, but it'll be interesting. I hope they win. I mean, I, I hate to see teams just get thumped. I feel I feel bad for those teams that just get ripped apart. Yep. And especially with this whole Euro format, where if you are one of the four best third place teams, you can go on. I think the Scots can do that with a draw. Maybe they beat. Uh, draw Croatia. I mean that Scotland England. I don't that's know when or game. where they're playing. I think that might be the home game. That's going to be absolutely bananas. bananas. Oh my god. That's going to be the one. That's going to be so intense. I cannot wait for that game. And I'm glad it's like a guaranteed sure thing. If it was a knockout too, if somehow that happened in a knockout stage, oh my goodness, that would be wild. That would be oh, absolute man. madness. But yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be the the English side yeah. and the the Cro- I I pick I'll go England one Croatia two Scotland three Czech four yeah yeah that's what I had yeah um, Group E moving on mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a I want not like a not like a kind of a lame group but like you got Spain Sweden Poland and Slovakia not the most exciting not the most exciting group but Spain can play and I think Poland can definitely show up I think I, dark horse pick. Poland number one in the group, Spain number two, um, and then Sweden number three, Slovakia number four. I just don't see Spain making a deep run in this tournament. Uh, they've had they've had their woes. I mean, they've got their new side. I was I was reading that guy says he's Tiki Taka is done. That is Spain. not that is not the Spanish way anymore. We are not Tiki Taka. I love that's that. gone. They play a different way. They got they've got newer younger players because um, when Tiki Taka tried to live on, they got wrecked. They had bad showings body. after that. Absolutely so body. They ran it for six years, six eight years. From twenty ten to, to twenty fourteen. No, I think it was I think it was 08. So they oh, won yeah. in 08. Oh, yeah. 08 to 08 Euro, twenty ten World Cup, twenty twelve Euro. Yeah. And right. then at twenty fourteen they got in Brazil. Rocked. Yeah, they did I don't even think they made it out of group stages. 
I don't think they did either. They had a bad showing. Chile beat them, and uh, and the Dutch beat them in those in those the Dutch smackdown. Yeah, on that was that crazy um, Van Persie goal, the meme of oh, him yeah, diving, diving. That was yeah. a great goal, man. Yeah, that's the but that's what I live for in these world tournaments, in this European tournament. Like you get those crazy moments, you get these awesome upsets. You're gonna get some nasty, crazy goals. Yeah. Yes, you are. Uh, yeah, but overall, I have I have Poland number one. Spain number two, Sweden number three for sure. Sweden's kind of another dark horse team. They can show up and play if they yeah, really want to. I think it's. I mean, they don't have Zlatan. I, I, I would. Mean, I, I would have just. I would have just brought him just to bring him. What the hell? Yeah, he's, he doesn't <laughs> have to worst play that can happen, every game. Yeah. He just put him on as a sub. He can make a difference. Yeah, still, when it's one zero 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 late in a game. Yeah, make a difference. He's a difference maker. He'll score. Yeah, he'll score from forty yards out. Yeah, with a bicycle kick or yeah. something dumb. That's stupid. That's a yeah. insane goal. Yeah, Poland though. Lewandowski, forty goal score, forty one goal score. He's gonna Bundesliga. He's gonna. I I really hope he gets the help he needs to put because yeah. he can be. He can do that. Granted, look at who he has around him at Bayern Munich. He's got world class players. Poland, on the other hand, on this national side, he's not nearly as prolific. He scores goals, oh. but it's not the same. It's not the same guy because he doesn't have the same people feeding him. Yeah, no, they don't. But I think after forty one goals, like you know, he's got it. Yeah. He's got he's got the touch this year. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he I w- like if they don't go far but he ends up with a golden boot cuz if he plays Slovakia and Sweden he's gonna I think, he's gonna rack up some goals. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out with like four or five goals out of the group stage alone. You think? I think he's gonna I think he's putting the ball in okay. the old onion bag like more than more than a few times. I'm I'm really confident in him over under five, yeah, I I think I'll go over over yeah, five th- goals in the group. I stage. don't know, I don't know what his whole thing is, but I think he's gonna. I don't know, like what they have him at is is how many goals he, they're expecting him to score in this. I haven't looked it up yet, but I'll I'll definitely take you on that. But if he sure. if, if he takes, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a hat trick in one game and like a brace in another. If he just like runs the yeah, two games runs. and then the game against Spain, it'll be more cagey. But I I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, forty-one goals over a season, and they don't play. They don't play as many games as they do in England and other leagues because they yeah. have an eighteen-team league. So scoring forty-one, this guy's got it. You think he's got it over I, five? I I think so. I'm I, confident you know, that. I can I can see I can see myself betting on that too. And then uh, I think they've got. I don't know. That wasn't yeah. The, the other game to watch Monday at twelve against Slovakia. This is where I think he's going to let us know what's what. If I'm taking that plus five, if he scores one or two goals in this game, I'm confident, confident. in it. But if he, sco- if he comes up with a goose egg, then I'm probably going to have to eat my words. You know what? I'll do that. I'll, I'll go over five. You got me. You convinced me. It doesn't take much, but I'm there. <laughs> also, uh, this wouldn't be the first time that eating a goose egg has been potentially brought up on a hedge better program, and I've looked into it. I will get a goose egg if this is a legitimate <laughs> uh, challenge, just so you guys know. It's uh, it's it's surprisingly not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> to acquire geese eggs? To acquire geese eggs, yeah. Okay, good to know. I've, I've had my Yeah, I guess share. I got to stop, stop talking so big here. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, and then last but not least, the group of death. Group F, Hungary, Portugal, France, Germany. This is the, These are all <laughs> knockout round teams. Oh yeah, easy. Why easy are they all in the same group? I don't know. Because that's the create, way the balls fell. Just create absolute mayhem. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. This is. I mean, France is the clear favorite. Oh yeah, I think they're like nine to two or something like that. France. I think France is. I think France and England have the best odds to win the whole thing. Yeah, there's a couple other six to one teams. Yeah. Um, but Portugal's up there. Yeah, France. Belgium's up there. But you know what? Yeah. Here's my take. Here's my hot take. Germany. Are gonna. Play an egg. They're going to suck. Do you think they're going to suck? They're, last time out, they had the whole bling bling versus Bavaria crew where it's all like the Germans versus all like the the uh, international Germans that didn't get along. The locker room was in mayhem. And that World Cup showing, I don't even think they made the knockout. They, they stunk. They were bad. Yeah, they weren't great. They were not nearly as impressive as the German sides of the past, the World Cup winning team. Yeah. 
Um, they, I, they're just old too. They're an old team. They've, they've, they've swapped it up now. So it's like a rebuild where they have like Havertz and they have like some like really good players. They have some good attackers coming in here. They have, they, they have talent. Sane, Narby, Werner. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I'm saying it's not going to happen. I'm saying this side they're is a going third place team. They're a third place team that could get in. I kind of, I'd rather see the, I'd rather see the Hungarians do something crazy. Yeah, but it's the Hungarian. Like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you one thing about the Hungary national team. I just know that, I just know they freaking do it. They're just like, I don't know that those Magyars, that Magyar magic. I believe in it. They do have an Italian coach. The Hungarians, you never know. I don't know. Some, some weird's gonna happen. I, I like them. I mean, back in the day, it's been a long time since they were there, but they made the round of 16 in 2016 in the last one, so they know how to get through. I think they they, they were in that Portugal group, and they beat... Last year? Uh, or they tied year Portugal, yeah. They tied Portugal. Portugal went, who ended up winning, but they tied all three of their group stage games and went on as the... Third place. As team. a third place team. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the I think the Hungarians might be able to do it. I mean, they've done it against Portugal, who ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. So I don't see them. I don't see them just being the the punching bag. Yeah, they might be. I don't know, but I I don't love Germany. I don't love them uh, out of this group. Are you saying that because it was just D Day and you just <laughs> anti German? Right no, now, no, or? no, no. I love the Germans. I love the sauerkraut. I love the beer. I love pretzels. I love. I'm a big fan of German culture. <laughs> I don't think this team will give much love to that that fan base back home. No, definitely not. But who knows? Because I think it's got to be France, the top, top France the group. Top. And our our guess, maybe Portugal, maybe. Yeah, our guest last uh, last week, Gammy, he said that Portugal is the most overrated team in the tournament. Uh, yeah, not, they can I'm not, be. I'm not, can co- be. I'm not quoting him for sure. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but that's kind of what I said. No, I mean, it's it's been it's been a up and down kind of last few years. I mean, they did win the Nations League. Yeah. They did win that last Euro. They kind of underperformed at the at the World Cup. But they it's did. that it's the Cristiano Ronaldo problem. Yeah. It's the same thing with Leo Messi on Argentina. If you make him your team, you live and die by his, by his, his yeah, yeah, by his game. But the thing is, I don't think it's kind of like that. I don't think it's going to be like that anymore. I think, I think finally, because, but I mean, he did have a great season at Juventus. I mean, he did, yeah. So I, I think they're still, Their they're still rely on just so, like, attack minded. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna bring it. Because before okay. before they were more a, a defensive team, a counterattack. But I think now with the, the guys they have, Moutinho, um, Jota, it, yeah, Fernandez, um, they've got they've got speedy, creative players. I even love uh, Guerrero out of the back. He's a beast. He's a he's a solid player. So this they have group, Ruben Diaz, Joao Cancelo, what you said, Guerrero and Semedo. Back yeah. on and Pepe, but Pepe is a little older. I don't. I see he does dumb things. I I don't like Pepe anymore. He headbutts people. He gets red cards. He almost there blew the. Luck. Yeah, he's he's a hothead. Yeah, I, I don't see that. I don't love him the same way. But France are going to be so good. They're going to be yeah, nasty. France are the team to beat. I think Mbappe, Giroud's playing out of his mind. Yeah, Benzema, Coma. Yeah, they have. They're, they're, they're so stacked. good. And then guess who they have playing midfield? <laughs> N'Golo Kante. Conte. To just run and run and then run some more. They have N'Golo Kante in the midfield. They have Pogba in the midfield. They have. But it's it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. It which is. sometimes you, can't, you won't be able to play everyone. Which sometimes doesn't pan out because when you know you're that good. But granted, they they just came off that World Cup, so I I hope that they'll be team mentality. But you still have to feel for like guys that being like, why, why are they starting in front of me? Yeah, because all of these guys are. Resentment. Yeah, because yeah. these are. It's not just that these are solid players. These are. There's a lot of star players here. There's star power. Yeah. Um, will it work out? Is it going to gel? It, it certainly. So. Gel, it certainly gelled in that World Cup. Yeah, they did. They they, were, they, they ran were on it. it. They were just. They were so entertaining. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch this group F unfold. So you have your bracket. Let's look at your bracket right now. Yeah. Oh wait, look before we move on. So we'll we'll give some love to RB out there. 
Um, so he sent us his tournament prediction. Um, he has a France England final. Ah, uh, the good rivalry. Yes, the classic, the Hundred Years War. And he has France taking top. He has Germany making it to the semifinal. Yeah, he has That's Germany going deep. He has Germany going deep. So very, I think, uh, I think he must have him. He must have the Germans going top on that group. Yep. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's if Germany can click. I yep. am on the other side. I don't have all that much faith in Germany. I think they could sweep in in the, the that third yeah. place, but I don't. I, I think it's going to be a fight for third place between Hungary and Germany more than anyone expects it yeah. to, because I think France will win all three, and I think Portugal is going to win two. But who knows? Let's move on to your bracket here. Yep. So I have a rematch of the last year of. Ooh, I don't hate that. I can I, I can see that happening. I do also. I admit, I have I had Germany on the bracket, but I I don't love them. I I put them there because I just it, it made sense. Yep. yep. It made sense, but I don't. I I I don't like looking at it now. And I made this bracket earlier today, and it. Like the third time around, I was like, "Screw it! I'll I'll give Germany this spot because I had Hungary and and the other ones. Yeah, I had Hungary sweeping up, but I was, I don't know. I gave it to them. I hope the Dutch win though. I'd rather see the Dutch play the Welsh, and because I'd love to see if the whale if Wales could make another semifinal, that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be dope. But it's interesting. We both have Belgium in the semifinal, but neither of us have them topping France. What do you think about? Do you think they could do it? You think they have a chance to win the whole thing? Not really. I mean, if they don't have De Bruyne by the time they reach the knockout stage, I think it's going to be a little difficult for them. But other than that, they'll run group stage. They might win. They might win, like, the quarterfinal, but at the semifinal, it, like, pressure playing the best team, one of the favorites to win. I mean, I don't yeah. really see them. Lukaku, if Lukaku just does what he can do, like, he needs to dominate. He needs to be the best player of the tournament, and then they have a chance. If he's if he's not the best player on their team at the moment, I don't I don't see them making it. He needs to be golden boot caliber. Yeah. For them to to make yeah. I, I think they can I think they can make that semifinal without much problem. Yep. yep. But yep. Yeah, I still look at these German and I they're gonna win close games. They're gonna just do they're gonna do that diamond shaft thing where it's just gonna like the machine's just gonna Beat you out, but I don't think it's gonna be yeah. really it. So what do you got going on? This that's a that's a hell of a final. Uh, yo, England, right. Italy. Yo, all right. Who's this? This is my bracket, bro. <laughs> Who's this man? Italy. Italy is one of the most dark horse, dark, absolute dark horse. One of the most underrated teams going into this yeah, tournament. I don't have them. I'm not favoring them much. They're young. They can move, and they have the experienced backline. And they have Gianluigi Donnarumma, who's one of the best Italian goalkeepers yeah, he's right crazy. now. He's crazy. He's the next Buffon. He's good. If they have him in net, the backs, the experienced back four, they have Florenzi on the right. <laughs> Their midfield is like a little, eh, but they they have Immobile. Their counterattacking is 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 insane. I watched them play. Not that I'm saying like they played the Czechs. Not that I'm saying the Czech was a great team, but the way they played, it was just like from the start of the whistle. From the first whistle to the last whistle, it was absolute domination. Yeah, and that's what you need. That's what that's the kind of and that old Italian way to park the bus, park, score a goal, park the bus, and then pray to God the team doesn't score. And well, I mean, you have a back four like you're talking about. Yeah, that that's the the way yeah. to do it. Yeah, they do. They have so their back four is obviously Benucci, Chiellini. They have Florenzi, Cristante, Di Lorenzo, and Emerson. I would say are probably they have Verratti, Spinazzola, Jorginho, Chiesa, and Pellegrini in the midfield. Yeah, the Catanacho. And they have Chiro Immobile, Lorenzo Insigne, Bernadeschi, and Respidori. I like Immobile a lot, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's shoot, man. If they go that deep, that's wild. I'd I, I'd love that. I'd love that for Italians around the world. I don't think it's gonna happen. But that would be something crazy. What else you got? Who's your semifinalists? So obviously you had England. I had Italy, France, and then I had 
in my other semifinal at England, Germany. England, Germany. We, uh, we just spent fucking five minutes trashing Germany. And yeah, and then we both pick them, but I kind of, I hate my pick. I don't love them. I it's don't love them. It's cemented there. now. I can't go back and change yeah, it. Too even late. Though I think I would. Um, but yeah, you never yeah. know. You, I mean, you my, really don't. I have England, Italy final. I have England taking it home. I really hope England take, takes it home today yeah. or uh, this time. Yeah, they that would be it. that would be something. That would be special for them finally to to get something back. Yeah, it would be. You know what? To to counter all of my anti-German sentiment earlier too, <laughs> this is this is a little bit of a different side. They don't have the same bling bling Bavaria like squad. No, they, don't. they have a hard nosed squad. But I still I don't know. Who knows which 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 version of me will be right. The one who picked them to go to the semifinal or the one who just trashed them for 30 minutes on the show? Yep. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't let's know. Get, let's get, uh, let's remind the people of what, what games are, are coming up this weekend. Here. Yeah, so so my my three games of this weekend, because we got a Friday, Sunday, Monday. Friday, check out Turkey, Italy, 3 p.m. Uh, I believe Fox Sports. I'll be watching on Univision most likely. Uh, ESPN, FS1, they they they've got a lot of coverage. Yeah, or you can download the Euro the Euro 2020 app. Um, I think they'll have some free games on there. Yeah, like that. Um, and then so that's on Friday at 3 p.m. Uh, and then on the Sunday on the weekend, my game that I will stop everything and watch is England versus Croatia, 9 a.m. on Sunday. A insane game. There will be good. There's gonna be good games all weekend. Uh, yep. they they they're picking the old nine twelve. Three format. Uh, format, so that's just typical for a European tournament. Yep. Um, so that's the morning game on Sunday. Harry Kane, what's he going to do? And then I'm just watching for the strikers, and then on Monday my pick's that Poland-Slovakia game to see what Lewandowski does. So yep. that oh, that yeah. kicks off at 12, so if you're like me and uh, watching at work, uh, just keep the volume down and try not to scream when Lewandowski scores a hat trick. Room full of kids, they'll probably be doing the yeah, same no, thing. Yeah, no, I got I got lunch, so I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm he's saving his own ass here. For yeah, he's, I'll he's be good. Be I'm not. I've got no real responsibility to come <laughs> twelve o'clock, but it's okay. I'm gonna definitely watch as much of that <laughs> as I can because it's I I want to see Lewandowski score. So, Arby's uh, leaving us with some bets here too. He likes England for the money line minus one twenty five. Uh, it's not gonna get you anything crazy, but I think it's yeah, gonna. No. I think that's a. That's a safe bet. That's the pick. Safe bet. Yeah, that's the pick. Netherlands at at minus one ninety on the money line. That's also another safe one. Yeah. Um, they're just. I mean, I really hope they. I really hope they do something in this tournament. I really. I don't even have them. I don't even have them making out of the the round of sixteen here. But I really hope they make one. You know, they have Depay. I mean, a couple injuries to their midfield that could be dangerous. Yeah, they're playing on a Sunday against the Ukraine. Yeah. Oh, they're playing against Ukraine? Yeah, that's a safe bet. Uh, Netherlands for sure. And then Poland, uh, minus 118, definitely your best bet against Slovakia on Monday on the money line. And then let's just add, I'll I'll add to Arby's pick. Um, I'll go uh, Lewandowski to score um, two goals. Yeah. Um, over under two, sorry. Um, yeah. That's that's all. I mean, I haven't really looked at the at the bets at my. Uh, I haven't really looked at the lines uh, yet. No, that's probably like a tomorrow thing. While yeah, I'm doing st- absolutely nothing. We still got some time before yep. kickoff on Friday at three. Yep. But so it looks like we picked three different winners. So at least uh, somebody will be right, and everybody else will be wrong, or who knows? We'll, or we'll be all, all be wrong. wrong. We'll lay a goose egg. Mm, yeah, we're not eating that one though. Sorry. No. But anyways, all right. So let's. For our final picks, I have England to win the whole thing. I'm go. I'm I'm a homer. Portugal all the way. Portugal and RB as France. Yeah, the the those are the three. I think those are the three best teams. Nobody's and, nobody's doing anything crazy. Who knows? I will like to see what Turkey does though. Eyes on Turkey. Eyes on Germany to see if they boom or bust. And eyes on uh, Portugal. Portugal, Poland. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I've been all my like we're texting in the group chat. All the boys, our, we have a group chat called Football Fanboys, and mm. every single text is like, I can't fucking wait for this weekend. It's I can't so fucking nice. wait for this weekend. It's, it's just great when you can just wake up and watch three amazing European games. I'm so, I'm so international happy. soccer is the best. I love it, it so much. It is. I love it so much. My body's ready. Mm. Well, yeah. 
That's about it for us. So we are the linesmen. Andrew Ruiz, Nick Charity, signing off. Yep. Again, special thanks out uh, for Brett and RB. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back again next week. See what's happening. Cheers. Peace.